All right, we are lit, good sir. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host. I'm like the favorite, the confused host, because I don't know what that was. You just did. <laughs> Look, man, it ain't working out. <laughs> it's the saliva. <laughs> just skip it around. That's just extra wet. Like, it wasn't crisp at all. Um, Super nasty. What's up, y'all? Uh, we got another dope show for y'all lined up today. Yeah. It's almost the end of the year, too, so... It is time for us to call Ben. I was about to say, yeah, we got to call Ben for the next the next show. That's the year in wrap up. Yep. Um. So this week we are going to be talking about kind of living in that gray area of life. Like maybe there's not always the right choice, or maybe you can't figure it out. Um, we're going to be talking about that because it kind of sparked from the last episode of Insecure. Um, I know not many people have gotten any inspiration from this season of Insecure. <laughs> but that last episode uh it had some stuff in it oh man so um you know we saw Issa kind of struggling with the Lawrence and uh Nate thing yet again but uh you'll be surprised plot twist <laughs> plot twist we're back in season two <laughs> um so yeah man we're gonna be talking about that today uh, Mike's gonna be talking about how much he hates black women. That's never the case. <laughs> um, but first, let's do this. Patreon.com slash cultivated ignorance. <laughs> it only costs you five dollars a month. I mean, Pete, motherfucker, get off the damn couch. Please get together. Everest College. What happened to the, the, the man and the woman that just got our shit together? I don't know, but they was hella aggressive. Very aggressive. Hurt my feelings. I guess they think that's what black people like. <laughs> that's what we're used to. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's only five dollars. Dope shit. And we broke shit. Yes. So you did the Windows 11 upgrade, my man? What? No, I ain't did the Windows 11. Get off my fucking PC. <laughs> this motherfucker here. I just take out the specs, man. Just take out the specs. Have you done an upgrade yet? I haven't done it yet. I don't. I don't take upgrades when they first come out because it's probably gonna be bugs. Yeah. So, um, this whole gray area thing, and I think uh, Insecure did a great job of it because I think it affects us in like a few different areas. It's kind of where like we feel feel crippled or just completely lost, and that's like relationships, careers. And I think, like, just letting people down. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so let's first talk about, like, relationships. Like, because I think we've all been there to where <clears throat> you just presented with a situation, one being in particular. Let's just say, hey, I don't, I know I don't want to be with this person, oh. but like, they're giving me these things that I like. You know what I mean? But it's just that person is not kind of the one or whatever you want to say. Bro. <laughs> oh, that's gotta be purgatory. Like that's the that's the <laughs> worst kind of feeling. Cause right? me, it feels like when you constantly trying to like make it work in your head, mm-hmm. you're constantly doing something to remind you that y'all don't need to be together. Yeah. And it's just like dang, like all of my little relationship needs are being met. She cooking, she doing this, that, and the third. She giving me good pussy. <laughs> and it's like you think about the future and it's like, ah. <laughs> but the gray area in that is like, it's okay to feel like that, but you need to make like a, def- a, a real decision as to your future. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Right. And it's okay to let people down. Yeah. I think that is the the major struggle of like just life. Like it's okay to let people down. Like there is no right or wrong answer. There is no right or wrong choice, essentially. I think the the right choice is to be honest. And exactly. I would even argue that is it even if it if it's that if so if it's the situation you just named, is it even letting them down or is it just like saving them from you? Because like you, I mean, but I don't know because you to them are dope. Like <laughs> right, like that's true, but like they don't know that you just don't see the future that they see. And the sooner that you can tell them that, the sooner you can save them from you. Because if you just go along with it, they still, you know, building all these realities in their head. But when it's not shaping out, because I don't care how long you try to fake it, like it comes to the light eventually. Unless you're just the supreme faker, <laughs> unless you're just getting benefits out the wazoo that just supersede everything, you just can't hide that shit for too long. So when it does surface, it's like, it's just going to blow up. This is like a negative, super negative way. Yeah, I feel like. Oh man, I don't know if y'all watch Atlanta. You know, me and Will, if you don't know, me and Will love Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Oh, that show needs to happen come back. But they had the perfect example of that when um you remember last season when him and um Zazi were doing the whole situation ship because they were just oh they yeah stuff. They were just, you know, the families together and no one actually said their relationship again. They just just doing stuff. And in her head, like, they're getting back together and stuff. So she like invited him to her little. She's the Zazi Beats is on the show. It's like German. I think she's she's half German in real life. Yeah. So like they went to this whole German festival, and Ern was like, "Man, this shit is fucking boring. Like I'm not. I don't fit in. I don't. What are these games? Like what are we doing?" And she was like, "You said you wanted to do." He's like, "I never said any of that. Like I just was along for the ride." And it like blew up in both their faces, and it made them realize like. We were just good until as long as things were good. But as soon as things aren't good anymore, shit exploded. So, yeah, I think you save them from yourself by just being like, just so you know, like, I just, I ain't feeling this shit, man. (laughs) You can do with that information what you want, but I got to take straight up. Yeah. And, like, I've always, um, I ain't going to say always, but my uncle told me a long time ago um, that... It, one of the worst things you can do is take advice from somebody else because they don't have to live your life. You know what I mean? And I say that because, and while, yes, taking advice is sometimes helpful, but yeah. I think having somebody give tell you what to do in a certain situation is bad um, hmm. because you, you don't have, they don't have to live your life. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously you can, you can draw from other people's experience, Unless you, you know, internalize um, the outcome of your own choices and you really think about it, then, you know, you're not going to make a wise decision. Right. And, you know, I think that's extremely important when thinking about, uh, you know, these gray areas, because don't, oh, fucked up. (laughs) Don't, um don't always go with other people's advice because it's just, it might not be the right choice for you. Yeah. I think with, I'm not going to say social media, but it kind of social media does set this expectation as to there is one correct choice. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so it's okay to just everything. It's okay to live in this gray area. Everything 95% 95% of everything exists in the gray area. You know you what think, I mean? I don't, that's okay. So I, I don't know if I'll say 95% though, because I think a lot of gray area is just a place of complicity that's actually more dangerous either for you or for others. So I think, or, or are you saying that there's just not one answer? There can be multiple answers. Is that what you're there's, saying? There's not one answer. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I got There's it. not one way to get the best outcome. That's so you're not saying that you you have to you can sit on the fence with things. You're saying it's just no, 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 no not at all. All right, I'm gonna say this. Yeah, your choices are always gonna have like consequences and benefits. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No matter like 
oh, I'm taking a job at 100K and I'm going to be able to set my family up, you know, for a, a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you got to move away. That's a negative. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always pros and cons to everything. And yeah. so for you to make a choice doesn't necessarily mean it's right or wrong. It's just, you know, there's always going to be benefits or, you know, bad shit. And we just have to become comfortable with the outcome of everything after we analyze everything that's going down. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, um, and to, to what you said earlier about your uncle giving advice, I would say that you already made, you know, you're already contextualizing and saying like, you know, advice can be good, but like, I would say like never take advice from someone who always has a definitive answer, like already ready as soon as you ask the question. No matter how hard the question is, that's the kind of people I don't really trust. Like people who seem like they just always have to grab something from somewhere and just say, like, this is it, this is it right here, point blank period. <laughs> and it's like, especially, and you let me know how you feel about this. Like, when it comes to social media, I had a um, I think I had like a mini debate with um our mutual friend Michelle about this. Mm-hmm. I've always had the issue with this influencer culture because it's literally people getting paid to influence how you think mm-hmm. and to give you those definitive answers to your life that, like you said, number one, they don't have to deal with in their own lives. Mm-hmm. But number two, a lot of it is just not realistic for most people. A lot of it is just like an ideal lifestyle that most people would like to have, but yeah. most people aren't able to have that. And so to have like a whole movement and culture around people getting paid to like program us with that, you know, that mindset yeah yeah like do you think that's an issue like this is it because it's like yeah i do um i do but i also think that some influences influencers are there to motivate which i fully believe a lot of people need yeah. you know what i mean i feel like a lot of people can't or don't know how to self-motivate. And so that is their objective to motivate. It it becomes a problem when these influencers have to sell something behind it or push you in a certain direction um, to get you to, I guess, you you know, they're just commercializing what they're doing rather than being inspirational. You know what I mean? But my question is, if you are to be big on these platforms, like YouTube, for example, and um, good friend of the show, FD Signifier, shout out to him, just put out this amazing video called Break Bread about this. Um, if you are to be big on these platforms, aren't you inherently trying to sell something, an ideal, a mindset or whatever, in order to gain like a, a mass following on these platforms? Isn't that like integral to your... I believe so. Like you have to sell people yourself in a way. Yeah, so in that, don't you have to, aren't you more susceptible than not to fall victim to that whole, like, I'm trying to sell you a dream or a certain mindset inherently? Like, I can't not do that and still be big on these platforms. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right in that aspect. But I mean, <clears throat> I don't think that's necessarily negative um because do you feel like I've, I've always felt like some people need somebody to follow you know what i mean for sure but because youtube doesn't really care about a healthy following it just cares about a following period doesn't get the money like what's happening is people are just going down these silos that cater to the sensitivities mm-hmm. and because they just consume the shit constantly 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 i feel like it's a pre- it's affected people's Ability to think in real life. Oh, I fully believe that as well. Yeah. I, I also believe, I also, I don't want to blame YouTube so much or influencers so much. People have to learn to think for themselves. Like people, and I, I truly believe like that's why podcasting has gotten so big mm-hmm. because people do not like to think for themselves. People need a correct answer. People need yeah. another opinion to validate the opinion that they haven't even formed yet. <laughs> a thousand percent. A, thousand, <laughs> a billion percent. 
<laughs> then you go back to like the public, how the public school system doesn't really create critical thinkers. It just creates workers. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you, how do you course correct that? That people don't have the ability to critically think. I don't know. I don't you blame them for not thinking critically. Oh, no lie. As an adult, as an adult, the the skills that I lack or the skills that I've had to develop on my own, yeah, are basic skills that the public school system should have taught me. Nigga, listen, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, like critical thinking is something that I, I don't even think critical thinking was something a word I heard until in college. Oh shit, bro. Like I swear, I don't ever remember like a teacher saying. Hey, let's critically think. Like, let's think about the layers upon layers. Right. Of the whole thing. <laughs> right. And then, like, just and that one, and then, like, just forming a basic plan. Like, oh, like the the only thing that school ever taught me as far as planning was all right. So you're going to brainstorm, and then you're going to write this the uh what is it, the circle things, the little bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was the extent of planning. You're going to break the bubbles into paragraphs, and then you're going to put those paragraphs on the paper, and boom, you got an essay. And you're going to have a whole paper. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Sounds like, I think what we're talking about is how, and I don't know how other countries operate, but I know America puts us in a system where we don't have the ability to do these things, but then it leaves us to blame ourselves for not being able to do these things. You know what I'm saying? But so, like, it, Yeah, but is it the country's fault? Like, I, I understand the way the system works. The system is to desire to turn you into, you know, just a basic worker. Yeah. But like, I, I think it's on, a lot on the parents and yourself as an individual to have the desire to develop yourself. But how can you have that desire if you don't even know that's necessary is what I'm saying. But I, I feel like you do know that's necessary. Like, we went to public school and we we understand that there was other development needed outside of but you gotta understand we grew up in the information age but we got we got the internet like we grew up before the internet and then after the internet and then now we're in this like accessible like internet stage where we can get access to just about any type of information we want like our parents didn't have that and i will argue that gen zers are born into the internet and therefore they already have all this programming coming at them non-stop off top like they're getting self like babies are out here working cell phones better than adults so it's like yeah. i do feel like we have an advantage of like we were born before that and after it so like we have that whole analog and digital type of i don't know what you want to call it dichotomy in our in our heads to where we know we need more than what we got but like also we knew what we're they supposed were to get now yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah. kind of hard to explain, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I get you. Um, I, think that's our... I, I hope that's I hope that's not the case. Like I hope that's not the truth. Mm. Um, but I mean, with the internet now, like there should be no kind of no reason to not know that there's more out there than what school is teaching you. I think that okay, so that's true, but at the same time, again, because the internet. Because the algorithms of the internet kind of funnel you in one direction they want you to be. Yeah, whatever direction, whatever direction the internet can take advantage of you in, like it puts you in that direction. So like while you're getting access to this information, you're also getting it well curated by these either content creators or like companies, you know, million dollar companies who can put you down a certain rabbit hole to have you think in a certain way. This is why you can have like a January 6th, you know, coup happening. This is why you can have people in the streets dying over something they believe that they read on the internet because this is all we're consuming constantly. And it's not, again, it's not worried about your mental health. It's worried about what's going to keep you hooked inside this thing. Mm-hmm. You know I, mean? I guess my thought is how does it help us to create an enemy in a way? Like, yes, these things are happening. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. But at the end of the day, who's, who's, whose responsibility is it to fix, fix these kids or get kids to learn more? It's on parents and adults. Like, we're not helpless. You know what I mean? No, no. I feel no, like, no. And I feel like that's the issue with making these corporations or the internet or 
the government or whatever out to be the enemy uh-huh. because the majority of learning should be uh you know i understand that there are complications and obstacles that you have to overcome but the majority of learning should be at home and in your own community you know what i mean yeah so i don't think it benefits us very much to attack the corporations and the government stuff because they're not going to change like there's there's a small likelihood that they're going to change they they might be become more ethical but as far as changing the way they make money i don't think that's going to change very much i just i agree with everything you said except for that that we're helpless to make them change i think that and uh, it, it takes like an actual community uprise, but like I think the people are always the tastemakers of what makes money for the elite. So like if we collectively said like we're not doing so and so anymore, we're not supporting so, such and such anymore, like we can't shut shit down. Yeah, but, I believe yeah. that too, but I don't believe in. I don't believe you'll get enough people to jump on that. See, and that's where my you know that's where my optimism comes into play. That's where you know that's where. I feel, see, I feel like this is what me you usually disagree. Is like I feel like to believe that is no, it's never going to happen. Is of course it's never going to happen. But if you do believe it can happen, and I do think there's enough people, and this is actually a good gray area conversation. Um, there's enough people who believe what I believe, and there's enough people who believe what you believe, mm-hmm. to where we do eventually come to some point of change. Because I think I do believe people get fed up, like civilization gets fed up, fed up eventually. Oh, oh, yeah. Geez, I, mean, I mean, history will teach you. People get fed up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then systems become obsolete. Like, this is not me saying that this shit never worked the way yeah. things are going. Um, But I think when people realize that like, things can become obsolete, like things can no longer work for the people, and therefore the people have changed their minds, and therefore those in charge, if there is somebody still in charge, must change their mind as well, and then civilization will move accordingly. Do you think there's a day where social media will become obsolete? Like, I, I didn't even think about it until you said it, but, like, is there a deal with people who are just not interested in social media anymore? I think they could, if, if, if the earth is still around long enough, because that's the main reason I fight. <laughs> the main reason I fight for what I believe in is because I don't think the earth will be along, around long enough for this shit to happen. The way globalization works, yeah. the way global warming works, like, this shit might be over with by the time we change our minds. So, <laughs> if we're still here, like, I do think it's possible. <laughs> Like you're gonna be around for a long time. <laughs> I think no, I, I do no. You're absolutely right. I just think if we again, if we're still around, it'll eventually run its course. But that's what I'm saying. Like when every with everything now so focused on mass production and excess, mm-hmm. like the quality of life. You tell me if you just you, you agree. It seems like the quality of life was just increasingly de- decreasing at an alarming rate. To the point that not only the earth itself, but like the actual quality of things we're putting out so quickly. Oh yeah. It seems like it's just like it's definitely quantity, quantity over quality right now. It definitely is. It definitely is. Yeah. Um it's it's, it's just a shame. Uh you can I mean we can speak on this just by the things we consume, you know. Uh, like video games, bro. This I was just about to say. This is trash, son. Um, I can't think of the last video game I played that didn't have like a decent glitch in it. <laughs> like something broken about it. You know what I mean? Right. Or just following like, the same genre that's been done 10 billion times before. Yeah. And then the fact that like it's not even about really having a decent product it's just about marketing the product that you have you know what i mean and so i think these companies they just get in this mode of let's just push it out let's just push it right yeah you know what i mean like uh even even with food like they push trash food out like shit that's yeah obviously unhealthy for you yes when you got like (laughs) when you got like what is it like 40 percent of the united states is obese yes (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you could you could really put the research and time in to have like the same product just in a healthy way. You could. You know, it would cut your margins. It would do this, that, and the third. Exactly. We're just not. We're just, 
Just not gonna do it. Niggas is getting cancer out here left and right. Same old bullshit. Because we know that you're gonna consume it anyways. That's because we've marketed to you, you've been eating it for so long, you're now a little hooked on it. Exactly. What's the point in changing? And what you gonna do? Like <laughs> at the end of the day, what's your other options? <laughs> this is what I'm saying when shit gets out of control. When I when I talk about how capitalism has gotten out of control, it's like how do we how can you even reel that back in at this point? I think people got to start doing for themselves more. You but know, how, I, mean? I think you know, that's definitely the that's true. But like, how much can you do for yourself on a realistic level? How much can you do for yourself on like a regular basis, to where like you divest from these other entities on an everyday basis and still be like be a functional human being? Especially if you got kids. Especially if you have multiple jobs. Especially if you're going to school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything is everything uh, is hindered by time constraint. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's the most valuable commodity in the world. Yeah. And it's just not enough of it. Exactly. Because you're trying to survive. Like, yeah. you're trying to, like, we make fun of hoteps, but like, you know, they say stuff like you need to own our own farms and stuff like that. But like, yeah, sure, we need to grow our own food. But who has time to like grow food, <laughs> enough food to. With, with a 40 hour week job and a part time <laughs> job and two kids. Like, exactly. And maintain that. Because again, like, to learn it first of all to learn how to do that yeah. maintain it and do it year in year out like no one's again and i think this is all strategic this is not by coincidence by any means yeah um and so it's yeah it's, it's just stuff we got to ask questions about so i guess that would let's go back to your original question like what other like gray area situations do you either currently reside in or have found yourself in that weren't very good for you you think i mean for me yeah. um i think a lot of people can agree with this it's working for somebody mm. working at a job that you might be happy with but like it's not your passion you know what i mean like it's paying all my bills yeah it's providing my daughter a decent life but am i happy <laughs> i'm happy but like am i is this like is this what i want to do for the rest of my life is this like my passion yeah. no and I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. But like, is this really a gray area? Because as I talk about it, it's feeling real black. It's feeling real. <laughs> it's feeling real bad. <laughs> I think it's that is a gray area for you and a lot of people because we, you know, we all this whole, you know, owning your own stuff, start your own business, da 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 da. Um, but like, how many people can do that? And you want to be retired already, like. Even that, like, though. Like, like, since retirement, like, not doing nothing. Just retirement, like, doing what I want. You know what I mean? I, but I was saying, even that, like, by the time you do that, you know, most people not retire until they 60-something. If they can even retire at that rate. Because that's another thing. They talking about Social Security running out and niggas like, like that ain't going to have no damn retirement plan at all. Yeah. So it's like... I don't even know why I'm paying into this shit no more. Bro. <laughs> I'm actually a little aggravated. Are, are you not aggravated when you pay into Social Security? A thousand percent. <laughs> A thousand percent. No, you can't because you're sitting there telling us that this shit that was supposed to be promised to everybody, y'all may or may not get it. <laughs> like and you, still, and you still got me paying into this, still, knowing that y'all got it scheduled to run out in 25 years or so. Exactly. I'm not gonna be there. I'm not gonna that's I'm paying into a system that I'm that I'm never gonna take advantage of. That's fucking that's what I'm saying. <laughs> So as people start to learn stuff like that, again, like people don't even know stuff like that, but as people learn stuff like that, I think that's where that change, that uprise starts to happen. Where it's like, yo, okay. Y'all really just playing on our faces out here. And people yeah. already know that. They just don't have the tangible evidence to show it. But yeah. like, yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that. 100%. Um, I think I say for me, it's definitely like the whole conversation we just had about like how capitalism is working currently. And being so torn with that and wanting to, you know, of course, you know, I'm a, I guess you say a creative um, consultant for artists. Mm-hmm. I, I love consulting artists on how to start their own business, how to maintain it, um, how to, you know, make more money, how to get what they deserve, yeah. all these things like that. But then I think like back in my hand, like I'm, I'm telling people to sell their art because it's labor and they deserve money for their labor. But what happens when, they reach that point of a lot of success and they feel like they have to constantly sell their art. And, and I feel like when you sell your art, you sell a piece of yourself to the world. 
And what am I telling people as far as selling themselves to the world? Like, what am I encouraging them to do? I appreciate, on a side note, I appreciate artists who completely change what they do. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a good example of that is like, I've seen other artists do it, but like Twigs, like FKA Twigs. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, bro, like she's pretty much a music artist. Yeah. But like, she took a long time off and she was just doing ballet. She did. You know what I mean? And I think that's the best part of art when you can completely go from what makes you money to something else that still lets you get all of your creativity out to the world. Yeah. And that where you're not like essentially selling or you're stuck in one place with your art. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, and that's beautiful. Like that's always dope to see. You know, one thing I was thinking about with her is. She took, like you said, she took that long break because it was forever since she released that last album. Yeah, it was. And she, like you said, she was doing your ballet and stuff. She was doing like sword, sword play and stuff. I don't know mm -hmm. what you call it. All those sure. things. And I look at her music now that she's made like making like a comeback um, lately. And it's a lot more mainstream sounding. It's a lot more like she's doing certain songs with Future. You don't think so? Well, I. So you're talking about Magdalene, right? You're talking about the Magdalene? I'm talking about Magdalene, and as well, as well as Tears in the Club that just came the out on the weekend. I didn't feel like Magdalene, outside of their Future song, was very mainstream. You don't think like, so? Future song was kind of mainstream. I didn't feel like Magdalene was mainstream. I got to listen to it again. Yeah. Um. Well, okay, even besides that, then, um, doing the song of the weekend, the song that she did for the Kingsman movie, felt oh, very mainstream. Yeah. I, get, I get the Kingsman movie stuff. I guess, yeah. like... I don't know, like, once you sign up for, like, a movie kind of deal, like, aren't you kind of yeah, bound by the... No, a thousand percent. I'm not saying this as a negative at all. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, I'm just I'm just mentioning it and saying that it seems like she's kind of, and I don't know her finances at all, but it seems like she's kind of recouping that money she may have not been make, making that whole time by making more mainstream art that still seems true to her. Yeah. Um. I mean, uh, me personally, I might have enjoyed as much as her older stuff, but mm -hmm. it seems true to herself. Yeah. Um, while appealing, like I said, while still making public facing art, whereas before she was still making public facing art, but it was clearly like she clearly knew that she was a very unique artist and she did not care who didn't fuck with the shit or not. She yeah. was just going to make it. <laughs> um. I think that's dope about an artist is when you can still make public facing art that's clearly made to appeal to the masses, but still is you staying true to yourself from what I can tell anyway. Yeah, um, like for other artists, like Schoolboy Q, like he was, this yeah. nigga was about to be mainstream. Right. He said, "You know what? I'm gonna just stay true to myself." <laughs> yeah. Like he had the perfect sound, mm. and but that's just, I guess, like that's a part of art. Like just, be, I'm not an artist like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I didn't dab, you know. But what you dabbing in? What you what you doing? I don't know, but I'm just I'm creating shit out here in these streets. <laughs> Creating podcasts. Um, but, uh, you know, being true to yourself, and maybe that's like a part of this gray area thing. You know what I mean? Like, you got to stay true to yourself through everything, through every choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go through. Because there's, there's just never a right or wrong answer. Well, there. if you talk about like cheating on your lady or something like that. Like, there's probably a right choice. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's you know, but I mean, like, honestly, like, we don't know the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a kid? Uh, you know. So, you know, if you talk about killing somebody in cold blood, that's pr there's probably a wrong choice there. Unless you kill him like uh, Dexter style, but you did it in the name of getting rid of... In the, in the name of dad's uh, cold yeah. yeah, exactly. Then you're good. Yeah, man. Um, just it's it's just okay to be. It's okay to not know. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, that's the that's the main <laughs> theme of this whole topic. <laughs> it's okay to say I have no idea. I, I've seen some podcasts where a lot of times there'll be two people, and one person's always asking the questions, the other person always has the answer, and mm -hmm. it just drives me nuts. Because like, number one, a lot of times the person just be wrong, but like number two, it's just like you can just say I have no idea. Yeah. Um, let's figure this out together, or let's just not have an answer at all and just continue discussion at another time. Yeah. Um, again, I think that's our culture of things have to be readily accessible. 
you have to have a solution on the spot. You have to have a product on the spot. Um, and it just doesn't matter how good the quality of the thing is or not. It's just, it just has to be out there. Like going back to the video game things, like to think that we live in, the, and this is kind of nerdy for y'all, I'm sorry. But to think <laughs> that we can live in a world where a game like Cyberpunk 2077 could just come out the way it did. And if y'all don't know, like this game, this is a game that was hyped up for like, what, over a decade, I would feel like? Yeah, it was very long. Like this is supposed to be like the 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 ringer end of the new generation of gaming, um, and just be the most immersive, amazing game ever. To have this game come out and just be completely unplayable for most people, like it had so many bugs, just completely unplayable. Well, it's, it's one of the few games that has ever like issued like a defect. It's a recall. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a game have a recall on it. PlayStation Store is like, yo, get this shit out of here. Get get it off the store. I'm sorry, y'all. We don't know them people. Like, I've never seen that happen in my entire life. If you want your refund, please just send us something. We'll <laughs> gladly give you a refund. Send us a picture of you being, you're crying on camera, and we'll give give you money back. Like, <laughs> to think you can live in a world where that can even happen, that just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> wow. That's wild. So, so real quick. Uh, if y'all ain't seen the last episode of Insecure, well, episode before the one that's about to air tonight, mm-hmm. um, Issa was having flip. Issa was kind of going crazy in her own head over Lawrence versus uh, Nate. She was. Which what you think gonna happen, man? I really think. Okay, so this is a, to your point. This is because we've been kind of disappointed with the show so far. But the reason <laughs> I think this episode was so good is I think she gonna. She done put Nathan, we don't even like Nathan like that. Um, but like she done put Nathan through all this bullshit of I don't want to be with you. Oh, I'm crying in your mouth. Oh, I love you. Oh, let's live together. Da 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 da. She gonna be like, man, I I'm sorry, Nathan. I just can't do this. And this nigga Nathan might flip out and I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't think it's gonna be nothing crazy, but he's gonna flip the fuck out and do some crazy shit. I think this is going to happen. He's going to kill her on there? If Issa did that, <laughs> I would give her mad props. If she ended the show like that, if she gave us this mid-ass season and ended it with like Issa getting killed by Nathan, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? I don't know, man. I think like for once, like Issa sticks with her decision and sticks it out with Nathan. Even though she's having all these flashbacks and shit? Not flashbacks, but those little visions. I think it's just closure she's looking for. Maybe not Lawrence, just closure. You know what I mean? Nah, she's looking for Lawrence. <laughs> she got the closure. What, is, what closure does she need? She, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> people, no people just say closure. Like, I'm <laughs> using the word. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she still really loves Lawrence, but it's just that closure of, like, this was somewhat taken from me, or I wasn't ready for everything that went into like being a stepmom at that time. Uh-huh. And so I think the closure is that like, she just wants to, you know, finally put it to bed. Like she needs to be comfortable with her decision that she left Lawrence alone and went with Nate. That closure, like uh-huh. the closure that's obvious, but like maybe she, her character on the show is still seeking. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's what's gonna happen, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's gonna leave this nigga alone. Nate, I'm telling you, she's gonna leave him and <laughs> Nathan gonna do some crazy shit. I don't know what he's gonna do. He's gonna do something crazy. Is is the series finale tonight? No, I think this is the second to the last episode. Oh, okay. Was it episode nine tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was episode eight. Was eight? eight. Oh, we got three more episodes then. Oh, it's 10 this season? Yeah, it's 10. Oh, okay. Well, we got plenty of time for the, the buildup of Nathan fucking murder suicide and Lisa and shit. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's dark. I apologize, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if she if she took a chance. Because remember, I, I was disappointed that she didn't. Not that I wanted something to happen to Tiffany, but I was kind of disappointed that the whole Tiffany mental breakdown last season was kind of just her just hiding in the hotel room. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, so I would love for her to take a chance. You wanted Tiffany to slit her wrist vertically, huh? I didn't want her to do that, but I wanted her to just do something. Dang- I, you know me, man. I like when artists do something dangerous, man. Like, don't do what's expected. And this whole season has just been uh, fucking 
the whole season has not been mid. The last about two or three episodes have been good. Not even lot. Y'all give I can probably give you two. I ain't gonna say no three. All right. <laughs> you um, need to fight it. See, look at it's not worth fighting. It's a disappointing right. season overall. It is not. The last season should have been nothing like this. You're right. Um, so you want to end it here or you want to... Uh, Do you want to talk about the other thing I want to talk about? I feel like it deserves its own thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cool, man. But yeah, man. Live in the gray area. There's no one choice to be made. <laughs> Don't let people lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> don't let these influencers influence you <laughs> right <laughs> don't take advice from somebody who has a life nothing like your own right <laughs> that's exactly the thing that's just so weird like i get why it happens but that's just so weird like we follow so many people who just don't know us and will never be seen with us in public yeah. <laughs> it's very strange so but um, yeah man get this get this fine ass thirst on the screen oh y'all we got one today Please. We got one today. This week's Thirst of the Week. The beautiful, huh? Let me, the beautiful. We need to get her on the show. Right? How many followers is she? Is she is Miss she... Jay the Fade. Ooh, she bad. Oh. Oh. Comedian, digital creator. Mm-hmm. Um, she does a lot of skits with uh, I think she does a good bit of skits with all deaf comedy. Yeah, she does. Um, look at the fade. Look at the crispiness, right? Oh, yeah. the lineup. Yeah, she's incredibly funny. Like she's fine and incredibly funny. There's not a lot of people who can rock a fade like that. It's not. So I don't know who she does a lot of skits with Big Jaw too. Huh? As I say, she does a lot of skits with Big Jaw. She did that skit with um hearing Big Jaw reenacting the the Derek Jackson. Um. Oh, know. I do remember that one. Shit was so funny. Um. Oh Lord. See, she is just too cute. Oh, look at the, look at the crowd popping off on the same thing. One thing. Hey, risk it all. I would risk everything. <laughs> hey, so uh, this guy from my. Oh, look at mm, Just awkward and fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, man, hold on. Let me, let me finish this. He can't get his shit together. <laughs> mm, he can't even talk straight. <laughs> <laughs> she look weird with the hair. Like, I know, right? Yeah, that's not even the same person. <laughs> Girl, you gotta stop. He ain't gonna play the song sound. He just nah. Mm. <laughs> can we continue? Tell your sentence. Waved up. You with the bonnet on? Oh shit! <laughs> oh. oh no! Mm. Oh my god! Caked up on a Tuesday afternoon. Oh. That's not her. She was someone oh. thought that was her in that baby suit. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I was about to go crazy, boy. I'm about to show my whole ass out here. What are you about to say, man? I completely forgot. No. <laughs> oh, can we play the clip of the, the, the Derrick Jackson joint? This ain't it, is it? This is it. No. Oh, this is the bloopers joint. Oh, yeah, this is it, yeah. And what's happening? I'm here with my beautiful husband of 14 years, Daniel. Um, we never wanted to make a video like this. I don't think we ever even wanted to have a marriage like this. You know, we took vows and ultimately I defiled them in every way possible. I've, I've had a lot of inappropriate relationships with men, with women, a lot of men, a lot of women. I was fucking, I was sucking, I was in bars, cars, closets. Trains, basically. I mean, shit, I had a couple ran on me. I'm a runner, I'm a track star, all of that. Like, it was bad. And I'm not proud of it. And I want to publicly apologize for my choices and my decisions. You know, I was eating ass. I didn't do that for 
my husband. So I, I don't know. I, I take full accountability. You know, it's not something that's because of my family situation. It's not like I had a bad father or a bad mother growing up. It was nothing wrong like that. I had a loving family, loving siblings. Was raised well. I just, I like being a hoe, to be honest, and I enjoy it. It's something about it that I can't <laughs> let go. It's, you know, I think we finally got to a point in our marriage where we recognize that we do have love for each other and we do want this, you know, like, you want to jump in or um yeah um i want i want to say that i i uh i agree with everything she said um i didn't i didn't um when i found out i, I left um i dipped out and um no matter and i stayed there, i stayed dipped out and no matter how how how, how often she came and begged me back i didn't come back um, I, I i'm still not back um I didn't come back until um, it was, you know, time. God, if you, well, I'll let you finish. Well, no, you know, I, <laughs> you know, if y'all ever heard that song, Where I Want to Be by Danielle Jones, that's the best way to put it. You, you know the song? Where I want, you're going to sing it with me here. Where I want to be. And this is where we want to be. So, that's where we at so you know we all keep going strong we love each other we're happy now more than ever i've never been more in love with this man uh, and he's never yes never been more in love with uh this man have this this woman. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That should be good. That should be good. Jay Jackson, what's happening? I'm here with my <laughs> Jay Jackson. I didn't even hear that part before. <laughs> she's very funny, though. Yeah, yeah, she's incredible. Her social media handles and stuff. Oh, I was too busy thirsting, boy. Um, yeah, I mean, you can find her on Instagram. Uh, at J J A E the Fade, J the Fade. Um, she's got a YouTube channel as well. Uh, YouTube channel is oh shit, uh, J the Fade. There you go. It ain't hard. This man is the worst. <laughs> yeah, man, we're gonna get on the show. I'm gonna, matter of fact, I'm gonna reach out to her and just ask her what's the life like as a as a social media. Was well, does she do stand stand up? I can't, I gotta look it up and see if she does. I haven't seen her do stand up. Actual stand up or not? But, um, yeah, man, check her out. She's dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's it. You got any other final thoughts? You are you over here still looking at pictures? I really am. Um, final thought is, I'd risk it all. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> I would oh too. well, what I was about to say is cat at my job he said he got a short list and it's a real list like it's a running list of what people he Women risk, he all risk it all for who's on the list i think he's got uh rihanna of course young miami from the city girls okay um it's a few others but my man literally has a running list and chicks drop in and out of there too <laughs> <laughs> they get they get put to the waivers with they don't <laughs> Bro, you get that eleven spot, boy. You are out of there, okay? <laughs> and these are people like if he if he they just happened to if it just happened to walk work out. Yeah, it just happened to work out. He say he was gonna risk it all. I feel you, man. I you don't understand. I got, I got, I got a short list too, Mike. I mean, you know a couple of them. I'm sure I do. Yeah. I feel like this is the last thing as far as gray area stuff. I want the kind of relationship where we can't have like a list of like. If it just so happened that it could work out, like we could just call each other while it's working out and be like, hey, this shit is panning out. I'm, I'm about to do this shit and I love you. And <laughs> I'll like, be back in a couple of days. That's the kind of, <laughs> not a couple <of> days. <laughs> not a couple of days. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of relationship I want. Like I want to, that's the, I think that's what we had in my last relationship. Like we we had that agreement. Like if this, if it ever, if, if if the cards fell the way they were supposed to fall and that should happen, like we should be able to do this as long as we're safe about it. That's the kind of relationship I want. 
wearing no rubber. Because if I'm telling you, if you're on a short list, I'm not wearing a rubber. Okay. No, you fucking up. You trying to have a Tristan Thompson situation. Bro, this, this got to be the most reckless nigga of all time. He just doesn't care. He was on Snapchat. <laughs> like, you're rich. He, this man is on Snapchat. This guy is the worst motherfucker of all time, son. This motherfucker, told, this motherfucker told the lady, hey, I'm about to be retired in, uh, next year, so you better get what you can get now. <laughs> you better get it while it's good. <laughs> yeah, he said, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to have no money next year. So. I got to save my money. <laughs> and then hit it raw. Like, what? <laughs> Chloe, put this nigga on child support immediately. <laughs> this guy, that guy is the worst, man. Like, he, he really is a piece of shit. I've never seen anybody worse. <laughs> the audacity, bro. bro. Well, Carmelo's pretty high up there, too. I don't think he's that high. Bro, Carmelo literally had the girl have the baby in another country so the baby wouldn't be a U.S. citizen for oh, some reason. Did. I didn't know that. Bro, it was deep, son. It was deep. But it's the power yeah. of the patriarchy, bro. I'll tell you. These, these NBA niggas is trash. That's, that yeah. might be what it is. Like you get a little bit of money, you just can you just do whatever you want. But wow. thank God we got LeBron. You know, I'm, I'm sure LeBron has been tested many times. Yeah, I feel like LeBron's cheated. You think it's so? like all that strange coming at you? No, man, he, he's strong. He's just like Russell Wilson. He's faithful black man coalition. Like they, <laughs> they good. Well, I really hope so. Because so, niggas is waiting for Russell Wilson to do anything. <laughs> right? You simp. It's so strange. They think made a whole fake rumor that he cheated. You remember that? I do remember that. It's so strange. I don't know why people are so invested in Russell Wilson this year. I just, it's so strange. They just want him to fuck up so bad. That's weird. Anyway, enjoy talking to you, man. We enjoyed talking to y'all. Thank y'all so much for another wonderful episode. What? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that's Will right there. <laughs> that's, that's Will. That's the best part about that whole post. That's Will. That do be niggas in the comments though. Like every time. <laughs> niggas on Instagram. Let me link you from the ass crack up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, every time. <laughs> I be thinking it in my head. I don't. I don't put it on the post, but I be saying it in my head. Oh yeah, it's it's nasty to comment that shit. But... It's super nasty to comment, but to think it. Yeah, that's okay. That's acceptable. We all do it. Um. Good night, y'all. Good night, Jay the Fade and your fine self. Um. We'll see y'all next go round for the, the year and wrap up. Y'all know how we do. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be lit. All right. Love y'all. Peace. 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 Peace.